0: I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold I'm Curtis Jones I am Cody Gakpo. Putting on the Liverpool toffee the first time it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment The new LFC 24-25 season Nike Home Kit is out now
1: Buy it today along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC
2: store app You will never walk alone
3: Hello, good evening and welcome to the Midweek Fix on the LFC Day Trippers. I'm your host Kate, and tonight I'm joined by Chris by Emmett and by Ash. We're going to look ahead to tomorrow's uh, semi-final in the Champions League. First leg between Liverpool and Villarreal. But we're also going to have a quick chat on the first leg of the Man City Real Madrid for, uh, semi-final, which was tonight. Um, Emmett, let's we'll start with you. Did you watch the City game and what did you think of it?
1: I was watching that game with one eye in succession with the other, so my eyes are just coming back to normal here. So, um... I watched a bit of it. I thought, oh, that's it, City are kinda gonna run away with it, but you can never kinda rule Madrid out and going into the second leg four three, I don't think City can afford to take it lightly, especially going to the Bernabeu, So um I didn't I wouldn't be able to pass comment on too much on it because I didn't see too much of it, it was more so just the goals hop on when when the messages start flying the WhatsApp, but uh, I'm sure the other lads are watching it yeah I'm
3: I'm gutted I started with you so Emmy, Chris <laughs> did you watch the
1: match no I didn't watch it
0: <laughs> I, didn't. I wasn't joking I wasn't joking yeah what
3: did you make of it, it was a, I didn't watch it either I just put my hands up so
0: <laughs> it was a mental game um, the first half was a bit like uh, our game with the Etihad City look it just 2-0 up in about 10 minutes and you thought fuck's sake they're going to blow these away and have like a, a cushy tap a, a cushy second leg but they kept, Madrid just, they just won't go away. They keep, you know, the, they just kept finding their way. You know, Benzema makes it 2-1, really good finish. And City Gains, 3-1 up uh, with 38-year-old Fernandino up right back. And then within a minute, Vinicius tear past in 3-2. Bernardo, the Bernardo Silva scores a goal because the keeper decides to duck. It's a good hit like, but the keeper ducks, which is great. Uh And then just to add to it, 10 minutes to go, Benzema with balls of steel just pedenkers it down the middle. So, oh no, it was a good game. Um, Madrid will be more happy than City, I would say, because City had the chances to put six past Madrid comfortably, maybe more. Uh, but Madrid just kept themselves in the tie, kept themselves in the tie. And you do wonder with City and what they're like in Europe at times, will that play on the mind? You know, it's only a one goal lead, so they can't really take the foot off the gas. And you know, look at the bench there, there weren't as many options on the bench as I was expecting for City, to be honest. They they still have Grealish, still have. Good and to good, but there's an awful lot of kids on that city bench, more than I was expecting. And you know, City's injury crisis of Walker and can be suspended. Don't know, it made a bit more of it than what they should have done. It mean, stones were off injured, which is a bit of a shame, but Edison both keepers there were great. Um Edison tried to repeat what uh, Stefan did a couple of times, nearly, nearly got caught. But both keepers, one on one, they, they were just terrible. So good good intercetting game, like you know. Look, I'm not gonna lie, I'd I am not going to lie i would i rather Madrid go through the city. I can't be asked playing English sides. So, you know, if if we get past Villarreal, I'd rather play uh
3: Real Madrid. Okay, well, I mean, I had it taped, so there's no point in watching it now. Um, you. Well
0: don't don't ask
3: then. I'm on I'm only messing. I wouldn't watch it if it was being played in my back garden. Ash, welcome back. Um good to have you on. Uh, did you watch the match and what did you make of it?
2: I didn't know. I was flicking in and out of the game. Um, Keeping an eye on it, obviously, with a view of who we might get in the final. Again, I was saying to Chris before we come on, look good going forward, but defensively both teams look so frail. I wouldn't have no issues playing against any of these two in the final, to be fair. Um, The quality we've got and what they had to offer tonight. I haven't got, I have got any issue. I'd rather play Real Madrid. I think we won one over the last few years in the Champions League. You know, in the final and the in the quarters. Um, yeah, I don't want to play Man City again. As Chris was saying, I think they they they're due a win at some point in the season against us. You know, laws of averages and things like that. So I'd rather not not go down that route again. Good game, seven goals. You can't complain. And like I said, I think it was if it stayed at four two. Then I think Man City could uh, take the foot off the gas a little bit ahead of next week, but having that extra goal from Madrid certainly keeps them in the tie and keeps a bit more interesting.
3: Indeed, I mean, people would say, Oh, we're too cocky looking ahead to a final when I mean, we have a semi final coming up ourselves, but look, we're a we're a fan channel of Liverpool, so we're going to talk about Liverpool now in the next few minutes. But, um, yeah, if, look, I mean, I wouldn't be worried about playing any team, you know, and Liverpool on their day, are as good as anybody in the world. And it's when we're not on our day that we get caught. It's when we're not on our day that Madrid gave us a spanking last year. Um, it's when we're not on our day that we're giving City leads and head starts, uh, our momentum in games and having to claw them back. But overall, I think, you know, whoever we play, if we get past, and put it this way, I'm more worried about a two-legged toy against Villarreal than I would be against. A one-off game with Real Madrid or Man City and that might sound a bit ridiculous but you've all touched on it there again I didn't watch the match tonight but you know you're getting alerts and you're getting WhatsApp notifications and, and following some of the stuff online it did seem like shambolic defending um, and City were actually you know unlucky not to be six or seven up a half time but you know at the end of the day whatever they do, they do. I'm just happy as the lads have touched on there that City didn't get to run up a three or four-goal lead, even a two-goal lead, and then be comfortable at the weekend because you want them, you want leads to put them under a bit of pressure, but City to still have one eye on the return leg there. So look, I suppose it couldn't have gone much better. The reality is... City probably always likely to win, but when they go into a two-go lead that early and got pegged back, psychologically, it is going to be in their heads and in their minds. But look, as this again, I'll say this again a hundred times, I do not give a show you who we play if we get to the final. Once we get to the final, the fear factor kicks in, but you don't want to lose. Listen, you have to be there, you know what I mean? I'd rather be in the big ones than worrying about losing. So, we'll move on from them tonight. uh, Tomorrow night, Liverpool play Villarreal. Uh, I'm I'm not going to say I'm worried about it, but I expect Liverpool should have enough. But this is the type of toy, Chris, that I fucking hate because Villarreal are an excellent team, but people judge them on their name and not being a big, big team. These are a good side. And I'm worried about the tactics. They've got a great manager, despite what people would say based on his time at Arsenal. They have a great manager who knows what to do in European <clears throat> knockout competitions. And these are going to be tricky.
0: Yeah, they're like Atletico. the yeah. the sort of side that Liverpool hate playing against. And in terms of Embry, what he's really good at is getting unfancied, sometimes perceived average sides to European finals and European semifinals. He did it three times with Seville you know, Villarreal, no one fancied them to, probably to get out of the group, you know, so they got into a semi-final and he got Arsenal to a European final, which let's be fair, doesn't happen very often for Arsenal, it's just that they were crap anyway, so, you know, they, they focus on the fact they lost the final, they did well to get there with him, so, he's a good manager, but, um, in looking back, the Everton game might have been a bit of a, a good blueprint for us, because uh, they're going to be very similar to Everton, obviously, much better players, but it's that game plan, and it's, you know, saying to Marnie, don't start sticking your finger in people's faces. Don't fall for those sort of silly silly notions. But look, they've got some good players, though. Pau Torres is, is an excellent centre-back. Um, how much longer he'll stay in Spain, um, I don't know. I think, he's, I think he could play in England. I think he'd, he'd be a good player. Um, Dan Juma, good player. Moreno being missing is a, uh, a big help for us. And the guy in centre-mid, oh, who's that's it. I, I, knew, I knew I'd bastardised his name. Yeah, he's yeah, the key. So yeah, yeah, he is the key though. <laughs> he is brilliant on the ball. Really, really good. Really dangerous. But they've also got players you could target. You know, Foyth, who wasn't great at I like him. I don't, I don't rate him at all. He's
3: Argentinian. I like all
0: Argentinians. Yeah. La oh, well, South, South like American.
3: <laughs> yeah, Another Argentinian. Big fan.
0: Also shit at Tottenham. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a theme here. Uh, cockerland shit at Arsenal. And Capu. Capui. Yeah. Tottenham, was, he at Tottenham? Tottenham. Like oh, to- was yeah, There's like a oh, yeah, there's a there's a very Tottenham North London link there. So look, I think over two legs we should be getting past these, but I'm not expecting it to be like you know, silly scores or anything like that. It's gonna be tight, and I'd I'd like to go there there the way like with a two-goal gap, but that's gonna be a bit of an I think that's gonna to be tough to do. But I'll be going the game, so fingers crossed, you know, it'd be nice it'd be nice to actually see us win a European semi-final on there. Well, there so, you go.
3: Boaster, bragging. I
2: thought Ash, I are
0: that
2: you going to the game, are you? I'm not going to the game. I just said nice was <laughs> the fact that he's, he's lucky enough to go to the semi-finals. Yeah, I know. I, like, I like us.
3: He, he deserves it, you know. He deserves it. He puts in all the graft. Um, <laughs> But Ash, you know, Villarreal, they're a tough team. Are you worried? Do you agree with Chris that we do probably need to run up a, a couple of goals lead going into the second leg? Or do you, would you be would you be happy with any result that comes out once we're on the positive side of it tomorrow?
2: It reminds me a little bit of when we played Roma a few years ago. You know, wasn't expected to be in the semi-finals. Got there because obviously they had a good season. Again, typically not a big team, so you expect Liverpool to go out and win. But at the same time, you've got to be cautious because... Villarreal are there for a reason you can't underestimate them again as Chris was saying they've got good, good players on paper you would defeat them would go there at Anfield tomorrow get three, maybe four settle the time that's it, job done but you, you can't take anything for granted even in the semi-finals I would happily take a 2-0 tomorrow go to Villarreal next week and then that's it I'll take a 1-0 I don't, I don't care. As long as we win, I think we've still got enough to, to go over there next week and complete the job. But sorry as a local, sorry.
0: Sorry, I'm laughing, sorry, I'm laughing at Red Steve's comments. getting me going. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's one yeah, for you, Keith. Brentford are uh, an extremely well oiled machine, Continental. And in case I didn't mention I actually seen them live um, not What's too long
0: like? ago. Was it like seeing Ivan Tony Were you made up?
3: Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Very good. I get too much stick over that, uh, Brentford. That was my son's first game, bringing me, me boy to his first game. It meant a lot. Fuck you, all. I don't know. Uh, we can talk about it. I've been to a lot worse than that. Let me um, Yeah, me,
0: me too.
3: Me too. Yeah. But no, look, joking aside, you know, I don't mind. A little bit of crack. That's fine. Um. But yeah, sorry,
2: Ash. Where were we before Chris so rudely interrupted? No, that's me. all right. Sorry, I'll <laughs> not be quiet. And like I said, I'll i have to take a one 0 if it, I still believe no matter what the result is, I've got enough confidence in the team that will go over there and finish the job next week. But it's not gonna be it's not gonna be easy, no matter what. They're there for a reason, Villarreal. So yeah. take it as it comes. Exactly, exactly. Emmet. Villarreal,
3: are
1: you worried? I'd like to have a time machine because when, when the draw came out, I was absolutely delighted. Then I think I was on this last week and Chris and Kev started talking about Villarreal and I was like, oh, thank God they know something about them because I know nothing about them. Then Gav messaged me this morning and said, are you around tonight? I said, yeah. He said, preview of the Villarreal game. I said, well, I better get studying because I know all. So... I went what's, and the, I looked, what's the
3: population of uh, Villarreal? <laughs> no,
1: I think it's only 50,000 or something, isn't it? Population giant, of Yeah, it's yeah. yeah.
3: Um,
1: but then I looked at some of the stats and I was like, oh, shit, hang on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, I do, like like the others, I think we will have enough, but I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as easy as I thought it was going to be. Uh, like Chris said, they are a bit of a Atletico. They'll sit back and try and... Uh, uh, get you on the break they have got pace I think not like everything on one wing they probably have it on both wings um, and they run an awful lot as well which I was actually surprised when I looked they've actually on average per game run more than we have in the Champions League this year so that was the first one that kind of jumped out at me Um yeah like um, Ash said they're there for a reason they've had some great luck I mean Bayern Munich and Juventus they've not there. Um, and we also have to remember that in 2005, we were the Villarreal. So um, I think, look, the, the lads will have their homework done on them. Klopp will set them up well. I think we're going to have enough. I think we'll probably win by two goals tomorrow. I'm not giving me predictions just yet, just uh, two goals. It's and um, and uh, hopefully take a little bit of pressure off with Saturday. I know it's a quick turnaround with the Newcastle game. Maybe rest a few and then... Just have that little bit of breathing space going into the to the, the second leg, but um, I'm a little bit more nervous now than I was before. But I, I reckon we'll still get over the line.
3: Yeah, I mean, people might accuse us of being oh too cautious, and it's only Villarreal, and I hope the players we know won't have that attitude. But you know, I don't want the, the Liverpool fan base to get too swept up. You know. I'm going to predict we're going to beat them like 4 0, but I always predict things like that.
2: (laughs) But the reality is,
3: you do, the the reality is, like, these are going to be a good team. Because if I don't know what their injury and suspension situation might be at the moment, but you're probably looking at Geronimo Rulli in goal, you're going to see Pau Torres and Raul Albiol at the back. You'll have, um, oh, geez, I don't know who their fullbacks are. One fight on the right, and then the left is Estrup. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Peru, uh, the Ecuadorian fella. Um, and he's a good player as well. He's he's in because uh, Albi Moreno's unfortunately not going to be there. But their midfield, it's, this is where the Atletico thing comes in, I think. You're going to have four central midfield players playing across a, a four man midfield. So they usually have Lo Celso and surprisingly Coquelan on a wing and mm. Capuay and Pareco in the middle. Now, Pareco is a great player. He has been, he's a brilliant player. They got him on an absolute steal off Valencia. I think he could have been free. Because Valencia had to clear their decks and they went and took him off there. He's a playmaker. He's going to love being on the ball. Um, and it's vital that we don't give him the time on the ball. Now, up front, Gerard Moreno is going to be a huge loss. Absolutely vital. He's got the know-how when he gets the goals. They will have... I don't know who they're going to play up
2: there now. It's with, the um, former ba- form boss. Or something, isn't it? Is it Chikwazy is and Danjuma, isn't it? I'd imagine?
3: No. Well, um, and Danjuma will be two wingers. So they're going to have to have a forward because he plays 4-4-2, don't they? So who's oh. the...
0: Oh, it's the guy who's played for Madrid. Uh, Barcelona, sorry. Uh, let me go. Yeah, they it. played playing oh, well, Paco Alcacer. Paco Alcacar. a sorry? Uh, he's a different player to Moreno. He doesn't link as well, but he's a poacher. Yeah, yeah he's so, a poacher, boy.
3: You know, I, I, I'm glad it's not Moreno, put it that no, way. No, he's then anyway, watch, I think he's it, watch it, watch will be, it will be him plus one yeah. of Dan Giuma and Chuck Waysi, And I think it'll be Dan Giuma. Chuck will be a player that they'll bring on. Mm. Um, you know, on paper, it's not a strong team. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's you don't have anything to worry about. But the reality is they're going to be a good team because Uno Emery, good evening. Do you know what I mean? He gets so much abuse and gets so much stick because he didn't have the language down to a T. Do you know what I mean? I gave him stick. Everyone gave him stick. Yeah. He's excellent. These are the defending UEFA Cup holders, aren't they? One for yeah, the yeah. kids there. The UEFA Cup is an old tournament. It's now called... the. Uh, Europa League, one for the have a Google, go on to Wikipedia (laughs) about it. Great, great days of the
0: UEFA Cup. It's
3: much better as the UEFA Cup though. I love the UEFA Cup. Cup. Um but he's Imway Emery has won that I don't know what, four times.
2: Yeah, he's got he's got one over on us as well though, didn't he, when they beat us in the final of the UEFA Cup. Yeah. And battered us. Let's be clear. Second Second half absolutely battered battered us. We were absolute gig, second half. Hasn't beaten us
1: since though.
3: No, and we are a different beast than what we were, you know, so I'm not um I'm not gonna base me me prediction uh, on the fact that they beat us once four or five years ago, but they're gonna be a good team. they're gonna be a tough team. They're gonna be a hard team to break down. The reality is we're a strong team with plenty of options, and we should really have enough, shouldn't we? So I mean, I'm only going to pick Pareko as their danger man, right? Because, as I said, he's going to be a ball player. He's going to be the one that gets on the ball and knits everything. Have any of you got any other players that you think need to be watched or...
0: Dan Juma's probably the one, isn't he? He's the exciting football. You would think he was at Bournemouth, was it, two years ago?
1: Yeah, linked with but, us, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, he was, well, as you can see why. He's a, he's a talented guy, you know.
1: A top scorer but, in the Champions League as well.
0: Yeah, People yeah. forget Villa Villarreal used to be a they used to be a staple of the Champions League. So it used to always be a right ball like in the early 2000s, going to Villarreal. I think uh, Arsenal beat them in their the last semi-final in 2006, I think it was. I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool toffee the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. The new LFC 24-25 season
1: Nike Home Kit is out now. Buy it today, along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores. Online at Liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app.
2: You will never walk alone. <laughs> they not the Evite as well, didn't they? In the uh,
0: qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. They're they're, yeah. they're a horrible side. <laughs> they're all sides I think <laughs> we've luckily only ever played them twice, and that was in the Europa League in twenty sixteen. That's the only time we played them.
2: So uh, but yeah, have- I think yeah, had one 1, didn't we? I think
0: that's the one, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Dan Juma's the danger man for them. He's just pace and look, he's not afraid for a shot either. So, it'd be interesting to see if who we play centre back, whether we go with Matip or we bring the pace of
3: Canarsley back in. Well, and, and that is a question, Emmett, isn't it? You know, like it, the, Dan Juma does play out to the to that side where Trent is, and we all know well, Trent is brilliant. I love Trent, but he leaves gaps in there behind. and... Are you going to have to look at Canate's pace, or is that too not insulting on Matip? But Matip's know how might be enough there, you know, to in an inexperienced um, team in Villarreal. So, can you see Liverpool maybe looking at that side as a threat, or do we just look at our own, take care of our own business and not really? <clears throat> yeah, look,
1: I think anytime Canate has come in, he's always covered Trent really well with his pace. Um, like you might even see something mental, like Gomez playing way back because of pace as well uh, and defending. Now, not not suggesting that he has more now out than Trent. I'm not falling into that trap. Um, but um, yeah, they they will. I I would imagine because they're going to look to play on the break and they have got fast lads on the wings. They're going to look to aim for that space that Robo and Trent actually leave as they push forward. And um, most teams do. Um, but I think Kanate probably has more of the power and pace to actually cover Trent on that size than maybe Matip has. Um, but look, we've said it loads of times before: the team comes out, and it's either Matip or Kanate. We're not going to be too pushed. But I, I think he, I think he goes Kanate tomorrow, personally.
3: Yeah, and that's that's a luxury that we have at the moment, Ash, isn't it? That you know. In in times gone by, we've been nearly patching together the team and hoping for the best, but now we've got genuine, genuine options. Look, Trent is going to play. We know that. I get what Emmett is saying, but genuinely could switch up the centre-backs. Genuinely, you know, people won't like to hear it, but you could have Henderson in there to help Trent out in the midfield. You know, there's so many options that we can throw at these now. We're in a good place, you know, but we just have to take it serious and not be complacent.
2: I completely agree, mate. I think you look back what happened 12 months ago and we were all scratching our asses trying to get two central defenders together and now all of a sudden we've got options left, right and centre. And, and like I said, it's the luxury we've now got. Um, Trent's, Trent's a given. He's going to be playing tomorrow. No way on earth would he in not play. Um, again, Robbo, without a doubt. But now, would anyone have too many complaints if Simicast coming? in? Probably not. You know, he's always done, always done a good job when he's coming. But Rob is Robo; he's gonna, he's gonna be picked, isn't he? I would, I would second what Emmett said. I would go with Kanate. Simple reason is his pace. Um, that's no disrespect to to Big Joel, but he's got the power, he's got the pace. And I don't know, if, I don't know if this is right or not. But has Kanate played more Champions League games than massive this season?
3: Mm. Uh, I'll
1: tell you now. I have it here in front of me. He oh, uh, he started five, and Matip has started
2: seven in All oh, right, sorry. I always seemed like Kanate seems to be always in the Champions League squad, but <laughs> the is always in the prep. But um, I would playing Kanate like like I said, and I think two and two in the last uh, Champions League game as well. Kanate, so I won't mind getting him get back on his bonds again tomorrow that'd be nice um but like i said i don't think any of us can complain whoever he picks in the, in that team we're just absolutely riddled with talent and options and whoever he picks tomorrow bring it on i've got no complaints at all
3: indeed indeed chris we're looking at um, Liverpool in the business end of the season now. So we've got a semi-final of a Champions League to come. We've got a, an important game about Newcastle with Newcastle, and we'll talk about that one in a few mm. minutes as well, and the repercussions on on that. It's all coming and taken and fast. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's all coming and taking and fast now. And we just said about City, you know, not being able to take that away off the ball by getting their result tomorrow. Uh, do Liverpool have to do this? Do, like, do Liverpool need to get a comfortable win tomorrow night to be able to look at Newcastle? Or do you think Klopp has a plan set down now that Villarreal, even if we draw this, for example, on the weekend we're gonna play Simicasts, I'm gonna you know, he's gonna sort of plot his squads no matter what happens, or do you think it's sort of each game as it comes and see how we get on in this one before he looks to the next
0: one? I think he's got his squad already planned out for Newcastle. I, um, I do wonder if he, if he I think if he sees the opportunity to win it in the first leg he will do because then he can then go right we can probably mix up a little bit more than we, we can mix up a bit less against Newcastle but I can see the Newcastle game having five to six changes which is good which I'm sure when it comes out social media everyone's going to lose the, the, the shit because that's the dumb thing you do now when the team comes out but at some point you're going to have to rotate uh, but it's who we can rotate at the moment because the, the two players I, I thought would come in would be for me would be uh, Bobby and Simmercast at the weekend but both are apparently absent from training so that might be we're not, we're not going to go to do it I'm just quite looking forward We'll go to a uh, European Cup semi-final and we haven't got Ben Woodburn on the bench I think it's the first time ever we've not had Ben Woodburn on the bench yeah. which, used, which is the state we used to always be in these semi-finals you're going it was you know we were trying to talk up um, Brewster against Barcelona last time you know he might yeah. come on and win it for us and the, the lad never played That's whereas now, now we we'll look at the bench going or we might have to throw in Jota Origi if we need a goal. It's yeah. just a, di- it's a different world in twelve months. I, well, I was we
3: looking are. at the the, I think it was the nineteen eighty one European Cup semi final with Liverpool and Bayern, and Ben Wood mm. was sneaking on the end of the bench <laughs> as well. <there>. So, <laughs> I, I take your point. That now, it, it is a good point because the thing about Liverpool now is the options are there, and no matter what way we go with this, you know, you you've got a forward. Let's take it that Bobby isn't available. We've got forwards that are going to miss out, that are going to be hungry to come on, that can impact the game. We're going to have a midfielder, one of four, I would say, who have now sort of placed themselves as the the force choices, the other sort of coming in here and there. So someone is going to be on the bench. The squad has been used now, and I don't know. I was good yourself, Chris. I said about Man City's City's bench, and it was just mm. full of kids. And you know, it, uh, we won't be in that situation other than yeah. by choice. And it's 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 not mm. a bad place to be.
0: I mean, listen, they still have you know the first four subs they have are regular first series, You know, you can either just your Sterling, so. That. But beyond that, you were going. Yeah, it was quite deep with kids, which is two hours. City have not had that for a while. Normally, City, you're looking at going like. You know, it's like a someone of a type of Mahrez, you know, an equivalent. He's sat on the bench and doesn't even get on the pitch. Whereas, they're a little, I think they just look like all squads, they're probably just going for that little bit of an evolution. You know, I've no doubt they'll probably address that in the summer. They normally do. Uh, but yeah, I'm I looking forward to this because um, it's been the thing I would say it's a real low key build up for a Champions League semi final. And I think that's just because we're in so many competitions now. I think as fans, you can't really look too far ahead because you're like, look at the Champions League because we need to be United yeah. first we need to be Everton whereas I suppose in the, the other Champions League some of the other Champions League files, there's been a bit of a nicer build up because you're going like well there's not as much excitement to play for so you actually really focus on it because it's like that's what I'm looking forward to whereas to me the Newcastle game is just as scary as the Villarreal game at the moment because you're like can't afford dropping anything so it's quite nice but it's, I, must, I must say this is far more fun than the old race for fourth which was stressful and dull this is brilliant you know I'll say I'll take this every 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 season being at this end of the season you know with a bit of jeopardy it's great
1: yeah but I mean, you know, it's true isn't it yeah you know you're in a good position when it's like oh yeah it's a semi-final of the Champions League or, yeah I forgot about that one yeah um, I, know, I know
0: that sounds incredibly
1: arrogant but you know what I mean it's, no, it's no no, no like, come here I, just, I feel exactly the same it's like exactly like you said there's so much to concentrate on that you kind of nearly forget about the next one so um, yeah, look, and it, come here. It's the last night under the lights in Champions League in Anfield this season. Yeah. So you've oh, seen a few calls yeah. on Twitter from people saying, "Look, let's make it loud and let's make a racket." It's the last one you're going to see this season. So look, but, but I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to be Villare- I wouldn't want to be any team going to Anfield on a Champions League night. So,
3: and that's a key thing, isn't it? Like I think the crowd need to play their part because you can. You, you don't tend to win a game in the first leg, but teams have gone to Anfield, ideally in the second leg, but even in the first leg of games, Roma, for example, someone mentioned earlier, mm. you know, and you can really be unsettled and really, they, Liverpool and Man City are another one, can take a game away from you very quickly and a raucous crowd can help that, can't they, Emma?
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, I, where we go, we were, uh, sorry, the, the, the last Benfica, when I turned it on and I saw the crowd and I was like, oh my god, like do you know what I mean? And the noise of them, and they thought, Oh, I hope this doesn't get to the players, like, but it can't, like it can get it didn't get to errors obviously, mm. but it can get to the players. And it's look, we have the unfortunate thing where we have to go to them second. Ideally, we like to have uh, Anfield leg like second, but I've no doubt in my mind, even though they've only 50,000 people <laughs> in the city. I would say 99% of them probably be at the game and making as much noise and trying to make it as hostile an environment as possible for when we rock up next week. Um, but yeah, definitely. It's 12 months where the saying comes from. Like, do you know what I mean? I thought you were going to say you can't win a game in the first leg, but you can, some teams have lost them in the first yeah. leg. Very
3: yeah. true. Yeah. Did you say VPN there? <laughs> 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 it's funny you should mention that. I get a lot of steam from me. What a Seabless. segue. I get a lot of stick from the uh, IP vanish uh, read through. Not a sorry ad lib. Um, uh, I'm not too. gonna read it. I'm not gonna read it tonight. I'm just gonna say, you know, look, we all know what VPNs do. We all know you search, you browse. You might be looking at the dirty stuff, whatever. It's not hidden away. It's still all your data is tracked. Your information is still there. You know, if you want to keep it away from. The the baddies online, get yourself a VPN. And if you're going for a VPN, go for IP Vanish. IP vanish uh are offering a 70% um in, sorry, an incredible 70% off the yearly plan to our listeners or a 30-day money back guarantee. I did read that, but that's like getting nine months for free, <laughs> which is brilliant. And you can't go wrong with that. And look, IP vanish, a, a lot of people have VPNs and things like that, so we don't know what they are, they're easy to use. They're they're important in this day and age and people that may not know you know i don't need this i don't need that if you're online and you're doing a lot of stuff online i'm only joking about all the dirty stuff around But shopping and things like that like your information is going all over the place and it's good to try and have as much control on it as you can so if you're in the market for a vpn or you have a vpn you're looking to change it up give ip vanish a, a go Um, like i said 70% 70% off our yearly plan. You'll find the details. So go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. Exclusive offer. Uh, and the link's also in the show description. So I won't read the whole thing out today. We'll leave it at that. I think I've done well there. I'm not going to
2: lie. Great I salesman think. there, Keith. Great salesman. I
3: enjoyed me segue into that. I think <laughs> i sold it well. But no, seriously, IPvanish. Get on them. Give them a go. Where were we? Oh, yeah, VPNs. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no. Atmospheres. Atmospheres, atmosphere is key because, you know, we've we've seen teams. Now, Villarreal do have an excellent atmosphere in their place as well, you know. So it's not like we're going to have this atmosphere and we can kill them. They're going to be used to volatile environments, hostility, things like that. But we really have to have to really put a marker down on them. Now, we played them a few years ago in the Europa League. It's a different team. It's a totally different um Group of players, manager, blah, blah, blah. And he came in quite arrogant and confident into that. But they're going to come in tomorrow night. They're going to set their stall out. They're going to be defensive. They're going to sit back. They're going to try and grind out as much as they can. I'm going to ask you, we've a few, it's still a good bit to go on the show. I'm going to ask you for your predicted lineups. Okay, Um, We're going to go through who we think will play and what system or what way we're going to attack this game. So Chris, I'm going to start with you.
0: Can you say that? Alright, do you know do
3: you want a minute? Do
0: you want a minute? Yeah, because I can't be sat the midfield. That's about All right, Ash,
3: I'm gonna start with you. Right, okay. Give us your predicted lineup, um, who you think will play and how you think the game, the the way Liverpool are gonna approach the game and how they're gonna attack the
2: game. I think going back to obviously what we talk about, Newcastle being a thing for Saturday, the five subs is a massive for tomorrow night. Yeah, you know, um, and I think that's the reason why we'll go so strong tomorrow. So my team would be Ali in goal, obviously. Trent, Kanate, Verge and Robbo in defence. Uh, midfield, this is where it can get complicated as Chris is stalling on. Um, I would go with Fabinho, Thiago and I'll probably go with Hendo. Because I think when he come on, he actually brought a bit more urgency to the game against, against Everton. He looks pretty decent when he come on for his spell. Um, I think he's it's the Champions League semi-finals. Why would you why would you leave out the captain for the Champions League semi-finals? So I think I think those three would be the midfield. And then up front, obviously Mo. Sadio's absolutely killing it as uh, as a number nine in the in the centre. And just because of the audacity and, and the touch that Diaz did on Sunday, I'll absolutely let him go wild tomorrow night. Show us what you can do, son. You know, let him off, the, let him off the leash, and just let him do whatever he, whatever he wants. Um, and I think that's that plays into why the five subs will be so handy, because I reckon we go quick, fast, try and wrap it up within sixty minutes, and then make the changes, get the players off, get Mo off, get Thiago, Hendo, even Diaz, whatever that looks like. Get rested, half hour off, job done, boys. On to Newcastle on Sunday. But I'm just hoping, you know, if if it doesn't go our way, that the crowd don't get a bit restless. I think they need to they need to play their part. Like Emmett was saying, it's the last last game under the lights tomorrow at Anfield. You'd want a, a good reception, the crowd to be absolutely buzzing, rocking, 12th man, and um, a repeat of the Barcelona game. I know it's not the same, you know. We're not trying to uh, claw back a, a 3-0 deficit, but you really want to get right on their backs, you know, showing what we're made of, and yeah, hopefully, absolutely smash them, and then go go over there next week and be a bit more relaxed. Hopefully, good stuff, good stuff. Chris, are you
3: ready for your team now, or do you want me to ask Emma?
1: Oh, let Anna do it, call Emmy. Why do you see the <laughs> lining up? I've got uh, Alison, Trent, Canate, Van Dijk, Rabo. Fabinho, Thiago, Keita um, Salamane, Diaz and I would go with Diaz because he, himself and Origi when he came on on Sunday changed the game um, I just think he gives a defence that's going to sit back Gonna he'll go at them I think um, he gives them a little bit more to think about than maybe Jota would um, out on the left um, Mane on fire I just hope that they don't Start the dark arts and kind of he, he will react. He's had to be taken off a few times at this stage now yeah. on a yellow, yeah. um, and what he did at the weekend was I thought it was stupid. Like, I'll, 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 although it wasn't like Kevin Campbell said, Oh, he's gouged, he's gouged him in the eye. There, it's like he kind of touched his nose and pushed him back, like it's not an eye gouge. And um, but I just think you can't leave Salah and Mane out, and um, so yeah, like I said, go at them. I think, and I, I said the other night as well, that we, I thought at the, at the start of the second half, we kind of nearly allowed them to have the ball to come at us. Uh, kind of, and I heard somebody else saying that Klopp kind of nearly calls off the dogs for 10 minute periods. Um, so I don't think we go full health like we used to go. We will kind of go in stages um, and then ease off. Um, but yeah, get a lead up. Um, and then make the changes. Um, I get. I don't. I, I get what you're saying there. I should How do you leave your captain out of a, out of a Champions League semi final? But I don't think. I'm not 100 percent sure. Sentiment comes into it um, when yeah. you're going for everything. Um, and I yeah, he's done, it, I, I, he's done
0: it. And Klopp's done it before, hasn't he? Because the yeah. away, Henson doesn't start.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, and, and and he's a good player to have for Saturday as well. If you are looking to rotate. So, yeah, I think uh, it'll be... And I think probably over the last while, Fabinho, Thiago and uh, Keita have probably been our best midfield three. So, I think he goes that strong and then rotates
2: with a lead. It's like... uh, Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, Keith, I'm doing a you now. Sorry to interrupt. Um, (laughs) I I just feel it's just got like written all over again. It just feels like that all over again. You know, it's a, a smaller team compared to normal and I just think we're just going to go out there and just absolutely blitz them for the first twenty half hour. Try and get such a big lead, and then just play our game. I just, I'm just getting Roma vibes over and over and over again. I don't know why. I'm, I'll take the same result, but I just I, that's what I'm just feeling at the moment. So I'll you send you a few team.
1: stats that'll knock that out
2: of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think
3: Ash, that that playing Henderson over Katie, gives you that better chance to? Sort of put their foot on the trout there.
2: Eh? I think it allows Trent to be further forward because, like you said, when he's so far in advance, he leaves gaps, does he? And if is Dan Juma on the left, is he directly he, on he, Trent's side?
3: Yeah, he sort of plays, pulls to the left there.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think with Trent being so attacking and so forward up the pitch, you need someone like a Henderson who does play those pockets and covers him. So I think that's why that's the incentive to bring Hendo in. Because I don't know if you saw it on BT. He'd done an interview with Rio, didn't he, a few weeks ago? And he was talking about when Trent's in certain positions up the pitch, he was in the small pockets behind covering that right-back and allowing Trent to have that freedom. And I think if Villarreal are going to be sitting back and playing men behind the ball and hitting us on the break, then you're going to need someone like a Trent to be there whipping the balls in and so forward up the pitch, then I think that's why Hendo would play.
3: That's a fair point. I mean, I think that's the sort of maybe the key in how we approach it is we see which one of those two does start because before we come on to Chris's team, um, if we even let him pick a team at this stage,
1: pick one for Newcastle while you?
3: are at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just think I agree with what Ash is saying there about Jordan Henderson. I think the the work he does covering for Trent is is vital. However, I think Kate, with his pressing. Can really get in among their midfield, and I, I I spoke about Parejo earlier, and I think, you know, if you play Trent and you put pressure on Parejo at the sort of, the 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 start of their plays, you can get a lot more. You know, you can really hurt them a lot more. So I think it'll be interesting to see which of the two he goes with. Um, but Chris Brack which Fred of the Steve's, two are you going with?
0: Well, Fred Steve's got my
3: team. Oh. I was After all that build-up and you're just making me read out Red Staves game. <laughs> Bracky, Laws, Roberts, Fahey. Never heard of them. <laughs>
0: that the, the league title is what walking you want. No, <laughs> yeah. um, to the ladies. Yeah, that was good fun on Sunday as well. That was a perfect Sunday. Um, so back four and front three, I, I, I agree with. Uh, I think Henson does start. Um, for the simple reason, he's done the press today. And it's nice it's pretty much a done deal. If you do if you do the post-match, if you do the press with Klopp, you're starting. Um, I think Thiago will start. The one I'm debating, and it'll sound mad, is Fabinho. He's playing an awful lot of football. And if this is a game where we're going to dominate the ball and be on top, maybe that's what they want. Henson is a six. So you can have Cater and Thiago push further on. I think you'll probably pump for Fabinho, but it wouldn't surprise me if Cater started over Fabinho. That's, mm. that's the one I've been debating over. But well, then
3: that's when the five subs could come into handy, though, couldn't it? Mm. You know, it could be. could very much but yeah. That's very true, yeah. The five subs is key because if he was to do that, if Klopp was to have a madness and not play Fabinho, um, not it sub. could be a case of, yeah, it could be a case of you the lads. I mean, people would lose their shit over that. And, you know, Henderson could do that job. Thiago, there. I mean, you go in there with confidence, so I don't see why not. I um, mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I think he's more likely to start <clears throat> Fabinho maybe. And if he feels, wants to use the five subs, might take him out if we're, if we're on top and then go for a ball. It'd be interesting to see. I think you'd be looking at uh, Alisson and goal. I would agree with the sort of, not, yeah, I'd agree with Kanate, Van Dijk, Trent and Robbo. I would start Fabinho. I would start Kate, and I would start Thiago. I was going to say Hendo. I would, that's that's actually where I think the, the debate is: Hendo or Thiago? Um, not that I Look, Thiago's. He's watching all day, but I think he's going to manage him a bit more. Yeah, it's, you the, know minute,
0: like, it's, it's the minute. It's the minute.
3: minutes you got to worry about with him, isn't it? And you don't with the five subs. I think you can walk a lot, um, a lot more. You know, especially at home and you hope to get a, a laid up that might be the way to do. I, I'd go with um, Fabinho, Thiago, Keita and I would go with I wouldn't start Mane I'd leave Mane off I'd go with Mo, Jota and Diaz up front and the reason I would do that is because you touched on it earlier I would hold Mane back because I think teams target them. I think Atletico Madrid done it earlier in the season they went ridiculous about targeting them. I think it's not that he, he overly reacts, but I just think there's, there's something in it that teams seem to look at him and I would hold him back. I would say whatever forwards we put out there, I mean, Mane to me is the the one on form, mm. but I, I would use him as the impact off the bench. Do you know what I mean? I, I would I would do that. But look, I'm not picking the team. I'm not Jurgen Klopp. Um, I'm getting stick in the chat for... Uh, Dropping Thiago, but it's not about dropping Thiago, (laughs) and that's that's the
0: thing. Like, I'm getting sick for saying resting Fabinho. I'm not saying (laughs) the It's managing minutes, and that's what exactly.
3: And but the the beauty (laughs) of the squad now is, you know, put it this way: if Divock starts, is anyone going apeshit? I'm not.
2: No, because semi. I, I would question it. I would question it. If personally, I'm not. I'm not. That's nothing against Divock because he's obviously a legend. But uh, would you pick him over Diaz? Would you pick him over Jota? Would you pick him over manu he's, he's a better sub, but...
3: Yeah, he is a exactly. better sub. I, I yeah. think he's a—he's not a great starter. But, you know, Klopp... Divock is the type of player that the year we won the Champions League, he, he just had that second half of the season. You know, he comes in for the derby, isn't it? It's his first game. Comes in, scores the goal, and then just sort of runs through. He got a big goal the weekend. Could be his last goal for Liverpool. But I wouldn't be surprised if Klopp sort of rolled that dice again. Do you know what I mean? And and maybe rested a couple of other lads. I wouldn't be surprised. And the beauty of having this squad now is you can do these things. And we're not all. Well, people will lose their shit if Divock starts. But if you sit back and think about it, you know, we've got a squad. Klopp will be starting them. Because he thinks he can do a job. He's not starting them out of necessity. He's starting them because he tactically thinks he might be able to do do something in it. So we're in a a lovely position going into this. You know, for this end of the season, fingers crossed, it stays that way. We're shaping up nice and whatever way we we line up these teams. I don't really care. Do you know what I mean? There's not many players in there that you'd look at and say, no, not him. So, whatever we do, you don't want six or seven changes, don't get me wrong, but whatever we do, we'll be happy enough. Give me a score prediction each year and goal scorers, is know the rules, but and then we'll have a little chat about Newcastle. Um, Chris, I'm going to come to you first. I get no time to prepare this <laughs> after that carry on the last time, just get bleeding red, Steve to give me our answer
1: 2 0, Salah double. 2 0, jeez, Emmett. Well, I can't pick 2-0 now, so I'll have to pick 3-1. <laughs> and oh. I'll go... <laughs> I'll go all front 3, Salamane Diaz the score. Excellent.
2: Ash? Wow, well, it's buggered that up for me. I was going to say 3-1. Um... You'll
0: have, you have to go 5-2 because you can get him <laughs> real That's
2: true. That's true. Do you know what? I'm going to say 4-1. I'm going to say 4-1. Um, I'm going to go for Salah Diaz. I reckon Virg and also Thiago. And I think Dan Juma will get one for uh, for Villarreal.
3: Good stuff, good stuff. My brother in the chat, he's not having a bar of this. Pick 11 names out of will be Villarreal. <laughs> but he's not having Divock. <laughs> Listen, the boys will do the business no matter who we put in there. I think we're going to win 4-0. I always think we're going to win 4-0. I don't think they're going to get a goal against us. I don't think they have the minerals to get a goal yeah. against us. Um, I offense. think it will be tough no, I think it'll be tough. I think it will be tough. If I ever predict, like, for a little, I'll give it a little insight, right? Don't tell anyone, right? If I predict 4-0, in the real world, I think it'll be 2-0. <laughs> if I ever predict, like, 6-1, that's 3-1. What
0: was your 10-0,
3: well 10-0, that's just a, that's a nice 5-0, that's it, or a 6-0, <laughs> that's it, that's it. A good shellacking. but if I ever go like two one, then I'm thinking we're gonna draw, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna yeah. go with a four-nil here. I'm gonna I think we're gonna win four nil. So two nil really. But I think we're gonna have Diaz. I think we're gonna have Kanate. I think we're gonna have um Trent and Mo. That's who I think will get the goals. We're gonna win four nil. I think is gonna make a, a huge save in the game.
0: Because
3: he always does. He loves, he he loves a big, he a big save thing. in Europe. Yeah, that's his thing. He loves a big save all the time. And I just think, you know, we can get out. I think the game is going to go similar to other games previously. I think by starting Naby Keita, I think we're going to put the foot on the throat of them. I think we're going to try and start fast. And we're going to try and get into them. And I think we're going to go. Look, Man City went 2-0 up early tonight. Real Madrid came back. But that was more calamitous defending. Um by the teams apparently this will be Liverpool I think with the crowd last probably the last game beho- Now there'll be other games on, on, on the lights won't there this season Spurs yeah. yeah. Southampton will be jammed in there as well Um, but I think it's as you say the last Champions League crowd need to be up for it I think we come out of traps flying and I think we do get a 4-0 and we take that over to Villarreal and look I don't mean that to be disrespectful to to Villarreal I think they're a good team I think they're a dangerous team but if we'd have got a goal early against Everton and I know if my auntie had ball, she'd be my uncle but if we could have got I think we'd have we'd have ran in a, blade and a hat load against them I think we'd have absolutely buried them but they held in and held in and held in and then they crumbled Villarreal I think would be much better you know version than that don't get me wrong but I think if you can score early on these teams I think you can really really knock them out and I think defensive teams find it very hard to get back into a game. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think if you're in a... Like, Real Madrid are not a defensive team. They're an attacking team. So, they went two down and they just attack. I think when you get ahead of, like, Atletico and Anfield this season, you know when you get ahead of these teams, they're very, very hard for them to get back. So, I think that the emphasis will be on Liverpool to go at them early. I think we'll go into an early tuna lead and then I think it'll draw them out and I think we'll kill them on the break. but. I don't think I've got a prediction right ever, so it's probably not what's gonna happen.
1: Do you think with we, the way Villarreal play, if we went if we got one goal, they'd break their plan and actually come out and try and get a goal? Or would they no. be happy with just losing one 0 Yeah. And try and I hold it. Yeah. I think Emery would have enough faith
3: in himself mm. to, to to manage that. You know, whether they do or not, but I, I think mm. I don't think one goal is going to bother them. I think they'll sit in their shape as much as they can. And I think if you do that on a team like a low block team, and they're a really good low block team, so not everything again, but you look at the Atletico Madrid's and you look at Chelsea's and you look at these elite defensive teams, you go on, up, they don't tend to change. But if you can get two early goals on them, even we saw what Man City in the cup, you know, they go to show you a team will then start they'll be panicked and they'll be flustered and I think we race into it in early 2-0 lead and that's what I'm hoping will happen.
0: If there was still an away goal, I think then they'd panic at 1-0. Yeah. That's,
3: I think a, I think that's, a key, that's a key That's a key mm-hmm. real change now, isn't it? Because yeah. I think you're seeing teams, you know...
0: A little bit more relaxed about conceding going, yeah. well, it doesn't, doesn't really Keep matter. It's, yeah.
2: doesn't I, it think still- only, I think... Sorry, sorry, Chris. No, when you go on. No, I was going to say, I think the only time we start seeing Villarreal will be more open as if we go 2 3 no up. I think, I think, right. I think that's when they have got to go, like go for it, because otherwise, go back to Villarreal three 0 down. I think that you know it's never over until it's over, is it? But it's not, it's not going to be an easy task for them. Whereas one nil, I think they'll take a one nil any day. Yeah. They've got something to play for them, aren't they? And
3: as we said about Man City, look, we have to be fair and balanced, you know. But well, we don't have to be, but we will be. A one 0 win for Liverpool does leave... You know, questions them for the return leg and and does play into the weekend and, and things like that. But I think this team, I just look at them one game at a time, one game at a time. But Newcastle do come around, Jürgen Klopp wasn't happy. I don't blame him. You know, the Spanish teams, Dutch teams, Italian teams, can every team leagues sort of accommodate teams when they're in the, the later stages of the European competitions. Liverpool someone has to play the early game it doesn't have to be Liverpool or Man City so you know I don't know why the fuck we're being put on but Jurgen Klopp isn't happy we go to St. James's St. James is it there yes, isn't it yes. yeah, it's a yeah. they're on a good bit of form you know they've won five or six home games in a row or something haven't they so Emmett I'll come to you you worried about Newcastle at the weekend or are you beyond I'm probably worried
1: there? No, I'm probably worried about Newcastle more than any other team that we've we've still to play. Champions League aside, obviously. Um, They are on good form. They've got some some decent wins, but they've also had that absolute shit show against Everton. So they they still have that in their locker. But, um, yeah, early kickoff. is going to be tough. But like we've said, we could probably afford to change five, six lads going up there and still be very, very strong. Um, I'm I'm starting to worry about every game now <laughs> because it's like yeah. I've said, we're doing quadruple, it's on, it's on, and I'm like oh <laughs> shit, what am I gonna look like now when we drop <laughs> points or whatever? Ah, we've but, been um, saying on here for <laughs> months, mate, don't worry about it. Um, no but it is the 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 time, the turnaround worries me um as well. Half twelve, on I said I never like. A, I, I I think I said it before. I don't like a half twelve kickoff until after it, and we've won. Um, and then your weekend is great watching everybody else have to to win. Um I still think we'll have enough to beat Newcastle. And um, won't again. It won't be like the Villarreal game. It's not going to be as easy as maybe teams had against Newcastle earlier on in the season. But I don't. I don't. I'm touching mud here. I don't see how any team beats us at the moment. If I'm being honest. Um, so a little bit more I'd be more worried about Newcastle than the Spurs game. Um, but um I think we'll have enough. Um I think he'll 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 swap out he'll probably swap out the whole, well, would he swap out the whole front three? I think Salah just p- keeps playing. I think he's just gonna keep playing, yeah. Salah. So you might see if Bobby's back, maybe bobby will go in, Jota instead of Diaz depending on who actually starts. Actually, just looking at what, what Chris said about uh, Hendo doing the the presser today, Hendo might come in and it might be Thiago that sits out and Hendo, Keita and Fabinho plays.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but um, yeah, you might even see Jones at the weekend uh, get a game. Uh, you might see Matip then come back in and probably Simikas. So, um, but again, like we've said, for the last few weeks, it's you'd still expect that team to go and beat Newcastle. So, a little bit apprehensive, but still think we'll have enough.
3: Yeah. Well, that's that's the main thing. Ash, Newcastle, Sunday morning, half 12. Could be worse. Could be Sunday night. They're all on the sauce. We ever in Newcastle, mad place, mad
2: place. Saturday, mate. Have you been on the sauce Saturday, didn't you? Oh, Saturday morning. It- now he yeah, said
1: Saturday
2: yes, morning. He nice said, day. "But it could have been worse. Could have been Sunday night." Oh, sorry, no, I'm
3: not so yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, because it's it's a mad place, Newcastle, isn't it? And you know, St James's Park is smack bang in the, middle of the city centre. Yeah. And everyone's on the ale all day, and going into a match could become a bit raucous there as well. But are you worried about the early kickoff, or do you think you know Liverpool will just get one, this game out of the way and then focus on that game? And it's just a case of. Next, next, next. As the season goes
2: on, I think whoever done the timings of the of the matches needs to have a good look at ourselves. You know, if Man City are playing tonight and we're playing tomorrow, how is it we've got the earlier kickoff on Saturday and they've got the late kickoff? That's what I don't seem to understand. Surely you'd think, as Man City is playing tonight, why didn't they have the early kickoff on Saturday yeah. and then we play late Saturday afternoon or Sunday or whatever that looks like? So whoever's come up with that idea needs to have a have a proper look at themselves. Um Newcastle they're, they're, they're on a great run. Only on the beach, nearly there thereabouts, I suppose. I think one more win and I think they're definitely there. I hate half past plus twelves, I'm like I'm like Emmett, you know, I can't stand them. But then we've got a good record, so I all this worrying about after half after plus twelve kickoffs, but we don't seem to do too bad with them. I think tomorrow night is a big factor of who we play on Saturday. I think if we go there tomorrow and win comfortably, then I think we probably play a real strong team on Saturday, get the job done and then probably make the changes for the return leg. If it's a case of we go there with a slender lead. After tomorrow night, then Saturday, it could be a mixture of changing the personnel to try and accommodate the second leg. I think tomorrow will give us an indication of how Saturday goes. I really do. I think we've always we've got to play our strong team. We're going for the quadruple. I think every game is important, no matter who it is. It could be Norwich, half-past twelve. It doesn't matter. It's a win. We've got to win. I still think we've got enough enough to, to win it. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be it's not gonna be a walkover
3: to be fair. Yeah, I mean, and it's stiff on Max on the good stuff there. We will rock up at the geordies with a second string and bat at them, and that's the enthusiasm I like. I can get all on board with that sort of stuff. Um, but look, they're gonna to be tough, they're gonna to be hard to break down. They're the team that are looking at their their own future and you know, yeah, exactly. dreaming of what's gonna happen with them. But you know, are they i Emma, are they on the beach?
1: I don't think so. I think they're going to want to try and see how uh, far up the, the lead they can actually finish. Um, I'm, I'm actually was just trying to look up where they are at the moment. I think they're they, at a level. Yeah, so they'll want to break into the top ten. Easy. Can they? Can they get? They can't get to Europe. It's the the teams between them and. Uh, the European places that probably are probably going to be playing with the flip-flops on for the next few weeks. Um, but I'd imagine that Eddie Howe and Newcastle, the, the players themselves, are going to want to get up uh, as high up as possible on the league. So it's probably the one time, just thinking about it there when, when Ash was talking, I know it's only Spain, but it's it's probably a blessing that the, this first leg is actually at home. So there's no travelling involved and stuff like that. It's literally play the game, home to bed, over for training tomorrow. Unless he gives them the, the, the daybreak yeah. afterwards, but I don't know, maybe they'll train in the evening. but um, uh, yeah, so it's probably a blessing that it's actually at home. Like I said, it's probably, it's only Spain, but still, you don't want to be flying and uh, I mean, hanging around. I know they probably don't do much hanging around in airports and stuff like that, but it is still kind of traveling. Probably wouldn't get back till two or three in the morning if they flew straight back. Maybe they'd stay over and not fly back on until Thursday, and it's giving them even less time. Um, but, um, yeah, no
3: one. Owen says, some of those Newcastle players are fighting for their futures. I don't think any of them have a future, um, <laughs> to be honest, except for Gmarish, um Trippier. And Trippier. Other than that, I think they're all bleeding. Fighting for their futures, as in their next move. and the shop windows. Yeah, even Eddie Howe. I mean, I'd say he's thinking, how will he do for Everton in the Championship next season? Because... I'd say they're gonna I, even get rid of him, no matter what he does. I think Newcastle I think, are gonna be looking to upgrade everything that they have.
0: I think they'll keep him till Christmas, If they're not on a surplus by Christmas, they'll pin him off. I think yeah. the hearts are all suits because I think last time we played Newcastle was between was between a semi final for Barcelona, and they had nothing to play for because it was a late kick off. The crowd was over it, and it was an absolute ball ache of a game. Mm. It might suit us where well. we always say everyone's half asleep at half 12, but That might suit us a bit of subdued crowd, so it might help us a little bit just to try and get get a job done early. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be an easy game because Newcastle are in pretty decent. I think they're about tenth in the Vaughan guide, you know. So we'll have to see how we we'll see how we do when we get there. But you know, don't don't talk too much, Keith. You're spoiling the show for Friday.
3: <laughs> no, I would say no. <laughs> um, Manuel Federico Cachaca. San Juan, what a name. Newcastle don't need to be in Europe. They already loaded end of Yeah, but you see, I think what they need to to be in Europe is they need to attract players. Do you know what I mean? So we've seen it with Man City. You start paying big money for players to get you the platform and then you get the superstars. So if Newcastle want to be getting superstars, they need to be finishing as high as possible and getting into those European places. And even if it starts off at Europe, even if it starts in that League and Conference League thing,
0: they'll love that. Newcastle fans European think. football, that's Europe, a
3: you'll attract a player that will do that for a year, and they'll look, and that's how you keep them in, you know. So it will be interesting to see what they do. But, um, I think the, the people are saying that they're ninth in the league, uh, ninth. In Newcastle. Oh. I thought it's amazing have... what 100 million in January he'll do, isn't it? <laughs> that Bruno Gamarish,
2: though, he is a good player, he is, he's, he seems, like, a, it well. yeah, he seems like he's going to do bits for him. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, they are the ninth. So, yeah, blame me. I didn't realize that.
3: You look at, um, but you look at their Newcastle squad. I, I, I don't know who's playing, who's injured, who's was. But if you're looking at like Dubravka, he's not a good keeper, in my opinion. He's a weak link, or if it's Carl Darlow, he's worse. You probably got Matt Target, a left back. Villa couldn't wait to get rid of him. Um, Mankey, I always seen playing at right back. Someone can correct me if he's been in there or he'll play there. So you're gonna have Fabian share and Dan Bourne, probably the two centre backs, or do oh, they play with three centre backs?
0: Well, LaSalle, yeah. last week they had Emlyn Craft at right back and, and Jamal Sells with Dan Burns, so they had as a back four.
3: I, I think they'll go with a five even against us, to be honest. But who's in the midfield these days? Bruno and Joe Linton. I, oh, think long
0: stop, I think it's long stuff. I think it's long stuff. I
3: think.
1: I think has been injured. Oh, so it right. was, was Shelby before. Joe Linton Joe actually reverted uh, up top last week against Norwich. But he's been, now, been, He's been ripping her up. In he's midfield. been brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he's been
3: brilliant for them, you know. And fair play to him because again, uh, tongue in cheek, they're all getting sold. So if you can do well, like Joe Linton, Joe, Joe, Ilton, Joe Joe Linton goes. is going to go. Joe Linton is going to go. Um. <laughs> He's gonna kind of do well for himself by reinventing himself this year. Do you know what I mean? Like they paid forty odd million, I think, for him off Hoffenheim. It was big, big mm. money, and it would look to be an absolute busted flush. He's anything but he's torn, he's a really good player, he's a big fucker, he's playing the midfield, he's not afraid to put his foot in, left foot. I think he's a very good player and he could do well out of this. But on the day I'd expect their lads to have too much from and then up top you're yeah, looking at Chris Wood. Look, I think he's terrible. Um I think he's 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 a a type of player and look, I don't really like those big bony target man type characters. But he do a job for you and he will be he will be awkward. he's he's had a, a nice little career. But I'm not worried about him. If they play that white gale fucker now, then I'm sort of panicking. <laughs> but other than that, Alan yes. San Maxima, he's one that you can flip a coin and will he be good, will he not? Um See that you only mentioned there John Joe Shelby and all the webcam chat.
2: Actually, <laughs> hot <laughs> girls and boys are
3: in. They can
0: look. Yeah. They can sense. That's what you know he's at the big time
2: now. I think. Yeah. I think they bought. I think they bought with the with the knowledge that that tripper is going to be just put, putting balls in. But I think that yeah. was absolutely scuppered when he obviously got injured. So I think I think, I think that's it's why got- it's not worked as well as it probably could have. I do wonder if it at the time was, we'll just buy him
0: to knack a Burnley. Cause at the time I think as well. it, it, it yeah. was them or Burnley to go down, I think. Yeah. I think, and I wonder if it's went we'll just knack a Burnley by taking their main target, man. Yeah. I mean, actually the, the guy they've got in replace red horse is probably better. It's probably a better player to be fair. Oh, you
3: think he's a better player he just hasn't got the goals red horse. These, yeah. um, it's unfortunate. Um, Andy O'Chill was looking for us to talk about the Cardion of Everton fans. We can do a whole show about Cardion of Everton fans, <laughs> but did you see the reaction to the Domino's, Domino's Pizza, pizza uh, <laughs> yeah. on a tweet about oh, the Charleston yeah. falling over? Did you not see it, Eminem? No, no, I'll have to look it up. Look it's it up, a, Everton oh, fans are mad. That boy oh. called Domino's oh. Pizza there. Oh, What's the character it's a Simpsons um, character it's Ralph like, well. oh rolling down the hill yeah. rolling yeah. down the
0: hill and he said it's Rochelle He said Rochelle yeah. said, it's funny
2: yeah. you do you, you see know, the man. um? do you see the Paddy Power one as well the fan reaction one that's brilliant that's yeah. absolutely yeah. that's amazing absolutely you know hilarious.
3: what it's you could spend the time you know and we can laugh and joke about them but <laughs> in all honesty things have got quite nasty over the last few days <laughs> from Everton's fan side of things and you know <laughs> Fucked them, don't care. Hope they go, never have to yeah. come back. Um, really, you know, they they were such a small me- mentality that a pizza had. I mean, was a Ronald Kilman had his uh red, red, red decorations bread. on his <laughs> Christmas tree and he went mad. Yeah. Rafa Benitez came in that like he has a red hall door. We're not having this, you know,
0: but the, this. The worst thing about the coon was he changed his triggers. Hope you're happy. And then yeah. like, because I think he did it gold and they kicked off because it wasn't blue. So let's change it again. He had to decorate his tree three times to shut him up.
1: And he yeah. blamed his wife on it. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you fucking bother.
0: <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ. Yeah. Look, they're, they're a mad, mad bunch. And look, I in all seriousness, we'll have a little chat about Everton, right? So I think the best thing that can happen to Everton is to get relegated. I think oh, it's the worst and... thing that'll happen to him. Yeah, that so, is the worst thing that can happen. To because, them I think,
0: I, I, because I think if they get relegated, I think they might do a sundown because of the financial state. That they're That's the most,
3: that. most probably. most. Pro- but if they don't, if they manage to avoid that, let's say they go down, they don't get done for financial fair play, they don't get points deductions, they they keep, you know, Anthony Gordon there and whoever else they have. The Whole yeah, everyone else will be gone, but these will be there and Ben Godfrey and the leagues. They keep it, let's say, in theoretically, they keep a, a decent enough squad and they go down. They start winning games and they start challenging for, and let's not be, I'm not being, you know, joking here, tongue in cheek or not, but they challenge for a title in the championship. That could do them the world of good because they think they should be challenging for Premier Leagues.
0: They need a hard reset, don't
3: they? They do yeah. need, and and in all seriousness, I think they do need a hard reset. I think they need to go and enjoy football again because they can't I be enjoying this. So I know they get enjoy transfer windows and all when they win them, but you know,
0: I mean, to be they, fair, we, the fans
3: can't be enjoying it. and it can't be a pleasant experience being a blue.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we had this hard reset under Klopp. Yeah, Where to be fair, and do you know what, people forget it now because it's all smelling the rose and looking great. Oh. Klopp pissed off a lot of fans though with his don't touch the badge and yeah. stop talking about what happened in the past, you know. And he it was calling people out, stop walking out the ground early, stop doing this, you know. Why do you think you can do that? And people don't like it. Mm. You know, who are you to call the fans out? And he goes, Well, I'm the fucking manager. What are you gonna do about it? I'll do it my way, not the Liverpool way. And do you know what? It did ruffle some people up, but actually it's probably what we needed. Sometimes it did need a little bit of a look at yourself to go, well, he's probably right, you know. You know, 100%. why are we, why are we kicking off that we're not winning the title when you look at the side we've got? You know, there's nothing wrong with aspirations to want to win win a title. That's that's what you should own for. But you need that dose of realism, Go, but yeah, but look what you've got. You know, we've got Sacco playing for us and Colo Torre. You know, you're not really gonna win a title with them at the back, are you?
3: No, no. But look <sighs> let them let them wallow. I have a comment here from uh B Arthur. What's it? Title. I think that's a dig at my pronunciation. <laughs> I don't speak limey. I love the Arthur and the Golden Girls. Uh I'm sorry I it came across, you know, that me me limey accent didn't didn't come across well, but you know, I I, I don't apologize. I actually take it back. Apology rescinded fuck you. <laughs> uh it's a title. Uh end of story. Um, but now look, Everton, there Emma. What happens to them? They go down. Where do
1: they go? They go down. They stay down, um, uh, for a, uh, I think for a, a long time, and and could possibly go down again. <laughs> say 23. <33. laughs>
3: what is wrong with that? Why do people really about
1: worry about Irish people saying Um Yeah, no, I agree with Chris. I, I, I they definitely, I they could possibly they have a Sunderland in them. I think definitely, They really do. Yeah, I, I don't they you, you see people saying that they'll go down, they'll win the championship, come straight out. I, I don't think they bounce straight. The championship is tough. Yeah, more there's, there's, plenty of, there, yes. yeah, there's plenty of teams that have gone down, never to be seen again. And they all float around, around kind of mid table. They get a bit excited towards the end of the season, think they've got to make the playoffs. And they don't. They have to go again and go again. Like Leeds. Leeds came close to coming back up yeah. so many times. And I think that's where Everton are heading. So I, I, I would, I probably wouldn't like to see them go any further down than the championship. I know there's plenty out there that would, um, but I honestly don't see them coming back up in the next two seasons if they go down. Yeah, but you
3: know, they, they okay. brought it all on themselves, I suppose. It's
1: but I, look, you see, they had their, their ultras. I, I saw a few videos and some of the comments underneath were were ghastly. Uh, Enjoy Millwall away next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See how hard you are then. Like trying to smash
3: them TVs and everything like. Yeah. Is that like... Ridiculous, carry on over football and look. Yeah. You know, I suppose in a serious now, let's say the unthinkable happens and everything go down in Liverpool in the quadruple, right?
2: Like <laughs> it's going to be really dangerous.
3: <laughs> no, but like in all seriousness, like it'll be a dangerous place. Parades and things like that. they will be bladed mortar you won't get a taxi from the airport
0: <laughs> your taxi no. won't pick you
3: up will he nah he, he's nah yeah. that poor fella he'd be finished if that ever did happen but and anyway lads tomorrow night we're going to do Are we, uh, we're we all happy enough that Liverpool are going to put down a marker for this first leg Any, uh, anything before we go Chris
0: uh, no, just because it's the first time I've been on the pod. Uh, well done, LFC women. It was great. It was great fun on Sunday watching them uh, lift the championship trophy. So um, look forward to the WSL next year now.
3: Yeah, but you know what? It is a big deal because it's all on the TV and all. You know, the it's a huge thing at the moment on Sky, isn't it? They're yeah. showing WSL games, and the, the more visibility these teams are getting, the more that I think, clubs will take
0: it. Hmm. Every games, well, every game, if it's not on Sky or BT, it'll be on the. The FA's I players, so basically, yeah. you can get access to every game, whereas in the championship, it, it's they only pick one game a week to show. So it gets it gets more eyes on it. And look, it, it's been a crappy couple of years, so it's, it's it's nice to have some joy. You know, fair play to Matt Beard. You know, he's had a, he had a horrible week. You know, unfortunately, lost, mm. lost his father yeah. uh, early in the week. So you know, the, the team put in hell of force. You know, beating Sheffield Six One's not easy. Uh, so f- fair play, and so look, I, I'm buzzing. Look. I, it's only the second time I've seen Liverpool lift a trophy in person. The only other time I saw it in person was the the O six FA Cup. First time my daughter's ever seen him lift one in person. So she just thinks that's what you do all the time, and when you go to football, she's in a, you know, bless her, she'll she'll soon realise that's not always the case. But yeah, no, she, she learned that lesson. It, yeah, but look, it's great. And then I watched Everton. Then I sat in the pub and watched Everton get beat. So you know, perfect Sunday, for me. It was Some lift as
1: well, wasn't it? She did. This oh trophy. yeah, she. All the way along and back. That's what I said. Hendo has... He's going to definitely have to up his game a bit. (laughs) And uh,
0: his will have to pull his finger out if we next one we win. Yeah, there you go. It could
1: be be Everton's only Merseyside derby as well next year.
3: That's it, yeah. (laughs) That's
2: very true. That's very true. Come and park the
1: bus.
3: (laughs) Ash, anything before we go? I
2: was just going to ask, of your opinion, with the current situation with Chelsea, obviously with Rudiger... Going to Madrid, oh, and we'll obviously, oh, a well, just a quick one. Sorry, um, obviously, we've really gone now. We're going to Madrid yeah. and getting play like paid a, a ridiculous amount of money. And obviously, now Tuchel's come out and said, Oh, it's all down to the current situation of the ownership. And do you feel like there's going to be a mass exodus now of players and that's going to screw them over, or you know, similar? not to the extent of like Everton, obviously, I'm not saying that, but. The, the way that they've gone from potentially title challengers to top four hopes now, next season, I reckon. What, what, it's, what?
3: it's very interesting to see what happens there because, um, you know, we, none of us now, do you know what I mean? For, for a club that's been sanctioned, they're still doing an awful lot of fucking... Business. Ticket sales, business, yeah. you know, sponsors that are walking away and I'm still seeing plastered all over them. So look at that now. Um, yeah, it obviously is affecting their ability to sign really got to a contract. They've got Christensen and they've got Azpilicueta that are going to be going out There is a lot of players that, you know, they maybe like to move on. And I think if there's nothing resolved, I think they're going to have to lean on their famed loan system. And yes. Bring these lads back in. Bring back but, Conor Gallagher and bring back Broujer and.
0: Isn't it changing next month? Or next year, the loan system as well. So you can't, you can't
2: loan the masses out that Chelsea do. Yeah, there's
1: some change already. Right, yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah the, the restriction of numbers as well, isn't it? That like you could send out and
3: think yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, Kev Sullivan said Asbel has ex, has extended. How can he oh. have extended?
1: I suppose, but, yeah, if they already written in his contract, I think it was, I think it, I think it was an option yeah, 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 oh, there. Right,
3: okay. Yeah, but this is like when Chelsea had a transfer ban and still brought in Kovacic and fucking Pielisic. Me, Pielisic, You know, yeah, it doesn't surprise me.
1: Michael, I think he, it's,
0: I think it's sorted by the end of next month. Yeah, Michael feel is they'll get a new owner, but it might be more down the probably similar to our model. It'd be yeah. a little bit more spent within your means and probably not quite as extravagant, but. I don't think it really affects them being outside the top four. Because to be fair to Chelsea, they have they've, they've always been very good sellers. They get yeah. big money for yeah. some players that you think like I don't know how they're getting this money, but they get big <laughs> money for the big players. So actually, when you look at the, they balance it fairly fairly well. So I think there'd be more. That's what changes. Perhaps you won't see as many hundred million pound players, but I I think the circle of being being a demise might be a little bit optimistic by some people.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. The, the one of the stipulations of buying the club is that you cannot sell up within the first ten years. I think to so Abra- really so Abramovich, yeah. yeah,
0: you can't yeah. Uh, you can't sell it to. Him.
3: So you'd be hanging around like a bad smell.
0: Ten years, yeah. Yeah. would be like a countdown. Like count
3: yeah, and they'll all be laid delighted to get them
1: back. Emma, anything before we finish? No, again, just looking forward to tomorrow. So hopefully we uh, go off like a, a rocket and get a lead
3: and then uh, make the changes. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Keith, anything before we finish? Funny you should mention it. Yes. Owen. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not about the VPNs. Not about the VPNs. Owen had a comment up about Kevin Durant getting knocked out in the NBA. Delighted, Hate his guts. And I'm delighted that he got knocked out. Swept 4-0 by the Boston Celtics. I love the Boston Celtics. They're a really good team this year. Absolute grinders in the fence. They're brilliant. No, 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 you keep it. Don't (laughs) Don't
0: worry about this.
3: But I can't stand Kevin Durant. It's one of the best players of all time, but there's just something unlikable about him. And he got swept in the fourth round. 4-0. Gonzo couldn't be happier. Next. So I think that's a great place to leave. I think everyone's happy now with the Kevin Durant news. Kevin
2: Sullivan said about Felicon. There you go.
3: Felicon. I was nearly forgetting. There's a big push on about Failicon at the moment. Um, Gav put a tweet out earlier from the account. You know, we're all sort of pushing and pushing and pushing, and people might get sick of us talking about Failicon, but we'll still talk about it. I wasn't going to talk about it there because I was forgetting, but you know, Ash reminded me, well done. But we're going to constantly keep saying it. It's a, it's a charity that if it's not close to it, it will be close to somebody or the, the circumstances will be close to somebody that you know, and it's, Something that we're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. We know times are tight, but if you can spare anything towards it, please do share. It if you can't, you know, because getting the more visibility it gets across tomorrow is the more chance of raising that money is. We're looking to raise ten thousand euro. That was our target at the start, and and it's always and Gav those days things right, and he always sets an ambitious target. And with the help of a lot of the people in the chat, listeners of the show, we do smash them targets. Now things happened in the world made this one a bit harder to achieve. But we're going to keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, and hopefully we can get to that target. But if anyone can donate, can spread the word, can, you know, the golf day coming up, if there's anything about the golf day, prizes, things, everything like that, just get in contact, and we'll be able to do something surely around that. But what's Kev saying? i will get the Mohawk on the golf day if we get to 10. 10. There you go. Who doesn't want to see Kev with a Mohawk? So, you know, that's not... (laughs)
0: He's getting a Vidal, Vidal, isn't he, if we we win the qual, he said.
3: Vidal's a soon. Listen. No,
0: Vidal, Mo. Mo, On
3: on that note, if he's he's getting the tattoos as well? um, Well, let's ask him. (laughs) On that note, we leave it there. Listen, this has been the Midweek Fix. Hopefully we've got some uh, celebrating to do tomorrow and we'll see us all again soon.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.